0: And this really is the, the key takeaway from everyone. Uh, I know I'm, I'm very active. Scraught is very active. But we do 100 times more than what we actually speak about. And you will see a lot of the things which we're currently working on being um, outlined more clearly in our white paper, which is probably going to drop next week we already have it ready. It's really just getting refined at the moment to make sure that it's absolutely perfect. And then you will see everything that has been outlined in the white paper turn into reality after July 1st. All right. So let's go back and cover the last two or three talking points before we jump into the uh, lab update by James. So one point which I skipped uh, before was the VVV expansion and world domination. There's no other community out there which was district in who can mint and who cannot, in who can be part of the community and who is ostracized. No one has the grit to actively repel low performance. No one out there wants to take the heat of the people who cannot perform everyone to a certain degree is trying to please everyone all of the projects out there heavily rely on a broad spectrum of people liking them and wanting to buy the nfts and almost no one can put their personal greed aside to not focus on filling up our white spots but instead focus on getting the nfts in the hands of the right people. And admittedly, my personal goal was to make 1.5 million from the VVB launch, i.e., 5,000 NFTs at roughly $300. That's a, a decent 1.5 million of money from the NFT sale. But I quickly realized that making this a priority will mean that I cannot filter members properly and have to go for quantity instead of quality. So I put that goal aside and set a new one. Build the most highly valued, the most prestigious project out there. Build the strongest community of the most inte- intelligent and successful people to take over the world. Now the approach is very different. Now I'm kicking people off the whitelist list to increase the quality. Now I make about 250k on mint day, which is enough to achieve the next milestones for VVV, and not having to worry about my personal runway. Plus, nice added bonus, with the phase model, we will eventually end up having more resources. Going through all the different phases is probably not going to raise 1.5 million, but probably very likely in excess of 3 million. So we are going to have a lot more dry powder to build VVV and to take action on the different milestones which we want to achieve along the way. And make no mistake, filling up the widest spots with bozos is easy. I could still fill up all spots and have VVV mint out on day one. That's not something to be proud of. The long-term success of a project solely depends on who mints, not on how many bozos you can attract to artificially create high demand for something that's really worthless. And to make one more point regarding this topic, and this is something I I teased in the talking points, once we are done with the phase one mint, you're going to see VVV pop up in all major publications. You're going to see us in Forbes magazine, you will see us in other prestigious crypto and blockchain related publications, and you will see all eyes on VVV. And again, a couple of things which you might have noticed and you know, the, the bot hasn't been working properly, but the server does not accept swearing anymore. So no swear words. Please make sure that however you conduct yourselves in the server is done in a professional way. I've gone out of my, <laughs> I've gone out of my way to not swear in the VC sessions Although I like to, to use certain words to to underline points maybe more strongly, but I understand that for what we are doing, we have to put our best foot forward. And this also means that what we talk about in the server is going to be focused on things which are relevant. And I do appreciate the you know GM, G N good night, good morning. But let's stay away from turn, turning this into a bug me and not going to make me uh, not going to make it server. Let's keep it all professional. Let's make sure that if we write something, we write everything properly. We take care of how we write things. We make sure that we are concise. And we make sure that if someone were to look at the server and were to look at what these conversations in our server are about, that they would have a good feeling of attaching their name or their brand to it. And, and it's really all we can say at the moment. There's a, a lot of influential and powerful people looking at us and listening to us as well. And I said this before, but I, I want to to cover this very briefly in the in the next talking point. The VVV Academy is going to go 100% private After Mint, the value in the academy, in my opinion, is way too high for us to to leave it public. And I don't want other projects simply copying the different lessons which we have because, out of context, again, those lessons are not worthwhile. You have to have the context and you also have to have the mentorship which you are providing with the VVV Academy mentors. You need someone to look at what you have written and someone to provide you with whether or not this is going in the right direction. I know a lot of us, and I'm, I'm going to include myself here, I know a lot of us are caught in old thinking habits which are not helping us in any way, shape, or manner. We need to break free and we need to open up our minds to new thought processes and to new ways of looking at the things we want to achieve in life and even looking at what we want to achieve and setting the bar higher and setting the bar higher for ourselves. So our our current mentors, ExxEG and Squabba and Swimmer, they have done a tremendous job in reading everyone's homework and providing them with feedback. But <clears throat> and you know for full transparency, these guys are not coming free of charge. I'm I'm paying them for their time and for their expertise and I'm I'm going to do everything in my power to incentivize them to keep doing what they do just because they are so great at it. And we also recently added one new mentor, and you will see him popping up, um, providing you feedback on your homework as well. His name is Guy, and he's a guy who just recently joined, but his contributions in the academy have already been so sophisticated and so impactful that it really was a super easy decision for me to recruit him. And he shared a little bit about his um, past experiences with us. And this is a super, super qualified and professional and successful guy. So look out for him. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to him contributing even more and providing you guys with direct feedback for the things you are um, submitting to the homework channel. And to give you uh, maybe a a brief, clear, at my personal goals and what I have envisioned for VVV, at some point, people are going to pay tens of thousands of dollars to partake in the VVV Academy. You know, this is not something which I have created as a joke or as a hobby or something else. It's really one of the core, one of the core things which I want to achieve in my life and, you know, I envision Having our own university, having our own own mentors, having our own teachers, and putting students in a position to become extraordinarily successful in their lives, to live up to the icons which we are studying, i.e., Steve Jobs, Steve Ballmer, Tiger Woods, Walt Disney. We want to become, we want to live up to these guys footsteps which they have left on the planet and we want to make sure that we empower every single student to really fulfill their own potential and being a student doesn't mean that you're not someone who hasn't been successful in life actually the most active students which we currently have are also the most are also the most successful people which we have in the server and this is something which you will notice repeatedly in life is that the guys who already have created the momentum, they always want more and more and more. And the more they do, the more they can do. And the more they achieve, the more they can achieve. So the academy is really just about those who have not achieved anything yet in in their life to take the first step. And those who have achieved something in their life to be in a position to create more and more momentum and to achieve more and, you know, the Academy is nothing which I get anything out you know, it, it doesn't make me any money. Uh, it, it warms my heart. Uh, it, it warms my heart. But, you know, there's, there's really no financial incentive here for me to do this. this is something which has been created for you guys. <clears throat> and now I'm going to share a screenshot in general chat. And this has been shared before. So uh, I'm just sharing this again for, for a little bit more context for what I'm going to say next. Um On the screenshot, you will see the interface of the staking website and um, disclaimer, the the staking website is live. Um, If you find the link to the staking website, please do not connect your wallet to it. It has not been audited yet. It's only live because we have to work on it while it's live. Um, But please do not. Ideally, you don't even visit the site. Um, You know, just wait for us to have it finished. And do not connect your wallet. There are still a lot of things which are going to uh be worked on and are going to be to get refined and audited and so on. So um you know this is just for you to see um the different staking stacks uh and staking NFTs which you can use. And <clears throat> you know, we have to be careful with the um you know ongoing regulations around um uh, around the space and around what we do, so I have to be very um, yeah very careful with my wording here, but on the picture, you can see the max which you can stake, and all i 'm saying is that if you hold more nfts, than what the max amount you can stake is you know there 's still going to be some positives to that, so even if you max out your stacks, you know you might um, if you're in a position where you can afford it, you still might want to maybe um, get your hands on more. I'm not saying anyone should, I, anyone, um, or you know that it's a financially wise decision. It's just something where I, I have a couple of things planned. And um, again, those who are um, highly committed to VVV and have a high conviction about the project, they will be continuously rewarded. And it's not just going to be holders, it's obviously also going to be um, active students, active contributors to the server, but being a big holder, for me, is one nuance where I can see um, a person's motivation and conviction. And now I would hand it over to James. James, are you around?
1: I'm here, do you hear me uh, Axel?
0: Yes, sir. I can hear you just well.
1: Perfect. Alright, so... Okay,
0: I will let you talk. I think we have an echo uh, if you have your mic on. So I will just uh, shut up (laughs) and let you talk.
1: Yeah, so um, we heard from the community that you guys wanted some more insight into the lab. We were uh, quiet, but doing a lot on the back end. Uh, We incorporated daily uh, research update, saw some very positive feedback on that. So happy that that's already a positive. Exo asked me to... um, to bring some more details from the lab, sadly, I cannot go into the details for specific projects. I need to tiptoe around NDAs, um, but I can share some uh, some numbers. So basically, at the moment, we have eight projects under analysis. We have 10 projects on hold. On hold means that the premise is very interesting, but we're missing information to make a definite decision on it. And we're actively outreaching for eight projects currently. Uh, like Exo stated, if we wanted projects, we could have had ten uh, last week. That's not the issue. We just want the very best for Triple V. That that's uh, that's the update, uh, Exo. Do you want me to, to uh, uh, go into another part of it, of or, uh, or what do you think?
0: Well, let me just ask you a couple of questions, um, just for the sake of you know making things more transparent and maybe, you know, putting some numbers to um, to what you're doing. <clears throat> so can you give us a, a rough estimate of how many projects you have already looked at?
1: I think a rough ex- uh, estimate would be around maybe 40, 50 projects.
0: And how much time do you spend on average per project?
1: So if the project looks interesting from the outset we spent about me myself i spent about maybe 20 to 30 minutes really deep diving and seeing if it's worth investing in and some of these projects they're really interesting but when you really deep dive in it maybe taking even an hours of work you find out it's not good enough for our standards
0: and once you find something which is interesting How much time do you then spend on, and I think you know which project I'm, I'm thinking about, but um, how much time have you spent on that particular project to understand it and then to also find ways within their community to put VVV into the best possible light?
1: Yeah, I know uh, which project you're talking about and actually that's a project that took me maybe two hours, if I, I'm not even, maybe on the short end of uh, uh, my estimation, to even understand their premise and what they're doing. And we together as a research lab really spent a significant amount of time uh, looking for ways to add value to them. I would say maybe 10 hours at the moment. And uh, it's, it's uh, adding up, uh, Excel, because we haven't stopped.
0: Yeah, and that's the most important aspect here. That you know, We had to break through a pretty thick wall to even get one 30-minute call schedule of them. You know, There's not, not a project where... There's not one of the projects going around and chasing everyone else for their money. You know, these are guys who are well-funded. They don't need anyone. They only need the big names and the big institutions. They can pretty much pick and choose who they want. And here, it's really the tenacity of the team where they do not give up understanding what they actually do. And then once they see the potential and they cannot get through, they're not just taking t- it off the, li- the list and going on to the next one. They have a very strong conviction in it being valuable. So they're going to do everything in their power to actually break through. And I mentioned this in one of the past town halls. We had a call with them. It was like uh, I think three thirty a.m. my time, and we sold them pretty well, and the call went well. Uh, we have been in touch ever since. Uh, we have provided them continuously with value, and our research lab has been active um, in the events which they have arranged to put VVV in a in a great light and to underline that we are going to you know that we have to be taken seriously and that we can big uh, that, that we can be. Of big benefit um, to what they're doing, and um, yeah, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to hopefully having them in an AMA very soon.
1: I'm optimistic about it, EXO.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I, you know, and I know, you know, just from the experience of other projects, I know that once we get someone to do an AMA with us, if the allocation has not been secured before. The AMA always, always, always seals the deal. Like every time we have an AMA with someone, you know they are so impressed by the community. You know it, it just makes sense for us to become an investor simply because the community is so powerful. And we have the same. We have seen the same thing with Snickerdoodle where yes, we we secured the allocation beforehand, but after we had the AMA, you know now we didn't have an issue with increasing the allocation which we secured. To get more people accommodated. And who do we, who else do we have here from the research team? Jess, are you here as well? Jesse, maybe? Yeah, I'm here. All right. Maybe can you give us a, you know, just a brief, maybe, you know, a brief update on the quality of projects out there in general? Like, you know, how many projects sound good? But once you, once you actually look at them, you know, there's not that much substance to them. Like, you know, what's the current ratio? Like, for every 10 projects of every... Uh, let, let, me, let me ask it differently. How many projects do you have to look at to find one that you actually want to look into at a more deeper level?
2: Um, I would say around, like, maybe 10 projects before we can find something that we... Uh are willing to look deeper in because, um, there's a lot of, uh, I'm not going to swear. <laughs> there's a lot of, um, bad projects around and with the current market situation, um, there are many looking to raise funds, which are not, uh, even close to an idea, I would say. So, yeah, I would say 10 to maybe 12 projects before, we can find something that is worth looking into deeper.
0: And out of the 50 or so projects which we have looked at at the moment um, how many of those do we currently have um, lined up for active pursuit by our outreach team?
2: There are currently um, three projects in our active outreach um, card and um, yeah we are looking to for feedback from most of them.
0: And do you also know, so we have, I think we, uh, uh, James mentioned earlier, we have looked at like 50, 60 in total. Um, but how many proposals have we received to date?
2: Um, the exact number of proposals hard to estimate right now because uh, I, know, I don't know the exact number um, because they're mixed with Scroats and James um, proposals. <laughs> But if you give me a minute, I can I could find it out.
1: Exo, I think I uh, lowballed the number because it's a rough estimation, and fifty just sounds like a lot. But hearing it back, I'm very positive it's probably above that.
0: Okay, James, you just dropped out. I think are you still there?
1: I'm there. Do you hear me?
0: Yes. No, I can hear you.
1: Yeah, so I said that we're probably uh, looked at many more projected, uh, projects than only 50 and I uh low-balled that number probably.
0: Yes, and out of the three which you currently have lined up for Active Pursuit, um, how many came from the community and how many came from the Big Brain uh, lab team?
1: I think... Um, I think it's two from from the big brain uh, lab and i must say that's just crowd and one from the community yeah,
2: i i can back that and um okay. we looked around uh, 40 projects uh from the community and around 10 to 20 from uh, ourselves
0: okay okay that's very good to know so it, it took 40 submissions of projects to then end up with one uh, from the community to actually pursue, and you know, I think this is, you know, I, I, this, this is not something which I'm saying, you know, in a in a demeaning fashion. You know, I'm, I'm just saying that this is the reality. You have to turn over a lot of rocks, and you know, look really deeply to actually end up with something that has substance to it. Right now in the crypto space, a lot of people, even if, even those who have some substance. You know, even those who who are, for example, building games and they have already some playable better um, um, versions out there from their games, you know, these guys are seriously struggling for money at the moment. And now you can really see those guys who have not been funded very well or have not managed their finances very well, they are now in a super tough position. And I think there's going to be a lot of people getting burned with those play-to-earn games. You know, uh, as much money as you can make in a bull run from the the game side, there's a pretty high prob- probability for things to go awfully wrong in a bear market. Because, the, the you know, games are not something which you have to play, and especially if you build on the play-to-earn aspect, there's not that much to earn in a bear market if things become worthless. So, I think the concept of play to earn is. I think it's flawed to begin with. There still are going to be a couple of extremely successful projects, mainly because of the hype, maybe not because of the underlying economy per se. Um, I think it's, and obviously I'm 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 breaching to the to the choir here, Um, but I think investing into infrastructure and especially investing into technology, which eventually has to be used or which eventually has paying customers is a much safer bet than investing into something where people get paid for playing and then the question becomes who actually pays them to play and then it becomes one ginormous um, circle of one dollar being uh, moved to the next guy and no one really making any money Um, with that being said before I go into my usual rants, I would hand it over to the community to ask questions. Um, we can do an q and A. I'm open to answer questions as long as you guys would like to. And then we can call it a day and get back to work. Okay, Razor, uh, we have one more question by him for the research team. How much time does it take to complete the vetting process for a single project? And I would assume that we have to differentiate between those where we can immediately see that there's no substance to them. I think James mentioned earlier that it takes like 20, 30 minutes to, um, to get past the ones who are of no substance. Um, and um, I think he, he said that it's going to be like two hours by him and like 10 hours total to really do a deep dive through the individual uh, research team members. Um, But James, uh, Jesse, feel free to uh, chime in again and answer this in more depth.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, So it really depends on the project itself. Um, Mainly, if we can find any information on the team, we digit. it. There's no need to look deeper because most teams, if they're not even docs, they're not committed. Um, But yeah, it really depends on the project and for example for the project we are not uh, allowed to talk about Uh, it took like 20 hours 10 to 20 hours to really get a substance of uh, what they are trying to accomplish and yeah it just depends on the information that is available and yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, initial vetting, uh, if it's an interesting project, is 30 minutes, uh, like I said. And if it's interesting, it takes up to two two hours. And then we give it a deep dive that can take up to five to ten. And then the outreach takes an enormous time. We're involved in also looking for ways to provide value next to the outreach uh, team, which is Amit and Exo.
0: Yeah, and I think it's you know important to understand that you want to invest into the projects who don't need your money. You know, it's exactly. easy. Yeah, you know, it's easy to sell someone who needs the money on you giving them the money, right? I and mean, you you really want to put yourself in a position where it takes a lot of effort to get in because the only guys getting in are the big names like PayPal, Visa, and Mastercard. You know, that that's the projects which we want to show up in, and not in the ones where. You know, they are pretty much chasing any other community VC uh, to hand them an allocation. <clears throat> All right. So let's jump into some of the questions you guys have been asking in general chat. So Michael Lewis is asking the best projects have VCs in early. How do we get into those highest quality projects before the big VCs? That's really Scroud's um, biggest skill which he has, he finds projects extremely early and he finds them through his network and, you know, through a couple of uh, tech tools which he has developed himself on the back end. So he finds those projects while they are, either while they are in conversations with the big guys before they, you know, spark these conversations or then like rightly after the, uh, right after them and ideally still within the same round. And you can see it in the investment in Snickerdoodle where we got into the strategic round. So after our strategic round in which we participated, there's still going to be very likely a private round. So we have just come in at the right time to invest alongside some of the other big players and institutions. So Squabba's asking... Can you say whether holding more than the max dolphins is what you're talking about, or is it more than one shark or more than one whale? It's all of them. Okay, next question. Is there a chance to become a shark during phase two? Yes, the answer is yes. The sharks and the whales are not going to be restricted by the different phases. The only thing that is going to change is the price tag, for the individual mints of those special nfts so someone is uh, asking or stating so next investment opportunity will be clear after ama with undisclosed project um probably since we are working on three different projects at the moment uh, we might seal one um even before the ama potentially um but if you see an ama lined up uh, with a project uh within the next couple of weeks, then you, you can be pretty sure that it's going to be the yeah it's going to be the, the intro to a new investment.
1: If you do so, see it, I uh, would advise to look uh, look through uh through what they got before the AMA starts. It's really complicated but uh, amazingly interesting.
0: Yeah, I think before we have the AMA I think it's it's it might be wise for us to uh publish the report on it. And, I mean, maybe it might even make sense to do like a VC session prior to the AMA uh, where you guys can, you know, explain in in depth what they actually do. I think it it makes sense to, uh, just as we prepared ourselves for the initial call with them, I think it makes sense to uh, prepare the community as well. Again, you know, to be able to be, to putting our best foot forward and to really make sure that we present ourselves in the best light possible
1: really like that idea, actually.
0: Awesome. So El Capitan has said, so he was uh, mentioning uh, potentially um, turning, uh, you know, reviewing projects in the business, but let me uh, read out what he said in general. He providing feedback to the projects that didn't make it as a service we are ultimately providing. It could be uh, for pay service once project realize the benefits of having BVV on their VC brand list. <clears throat> so, this is something which I've thought about uh, a couple of times as well. There, there's two things which you could do. We, we could do the vetting of projects and the reports on projects, and then provide them with a list of action points which they have to you know take action on and improve on. And we could potentially. Uh, charge a fee for doing that or we could even establish like an incubator, incubator uh, angle for vvv where we might reject uh, we might reject a project but it might be interesting enough for us to get closer involved with them either in an advisory role or on a more active role in actually building the project um to make it a success and to turn it into something which might be worthwhile in investment um that being said <clears throat> i don't have seen anything with enough potential to actually be worth the effort and um regarding using it as a as a paid service um i probably wouldn't want to do that um because it might open up Pandora's box to becoming um, biased in our decision-making, i.e., you know, someone pays you to do a review, then you might be inclined to make the review sound better than it actually were if you just did it without charging them. And so one one thing that comes to mind when you just said this, and this is something which I'm aware of as well, is that, you know, especially after we have been contacted, by a couple of projects which have been rejected, is that the reviews which we're going to publish of the projects which we're looking at, we will eventually end up having an impact, potentially, on the success of them raising ca- capital after we have reviewed them, i.e. meaning if our lab has shown to be extremely good in identifying winners and also in identifying losers if we publicly identify something as a you know as a loser then other vcs probably do not want to invest in it as well and the other way around as well if we invest into something and which you know and we have proven to have a a good hand in um, picking winning projects then the demand for that project is also going to be uh, greater in return so I think that's going to come uh, a rather big responsibility. And I think that we probably have to do the um, lab updates in private, i.e. meaning only for holders, um, after Mint. Uh, I haven't thought this through yet. I, think I would have to talk with the research team. But I think it's prob- probably going to become mandatory at some point because we do not want to uh, crucify projects um, unless you know it's something that's a scam or something, then then we might want to point it out. But I think we should leave the the research of the other VC's up to themselves and you know making the mistakes or uh, making the the good moves themselves and not relying on our lab making all the decisions for everyone. So Smart Eighty Eight asks, what's your goal for the Deal Flow? Every week, one investment opportunity. No, it, it, we don't set goals in terms of timeframes. I want to do a deal when we find a good deal. I don't want to do a deal once a week has passed. So when will be the next deal? Answers: whenever we find the next big thing. Or, you know, we already found one. So whenever that big thing <laughs> opens up themselves for us to invest in them. Squabba is asking, will there be any OG-specific benefits other than entry price? Might there be some deals just for o g early minters uh I don't think so I don't think that makes sense and again, you know th- this might boil down to the, the 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 fear of some of the original minters or holders to potentially be missing out uh on some of the next deals when the community expands and we have more me- more members and more holders, and you know it's not that difficult for us to secure bigger deals and bigger allocations. That's really not going to become an issue for the community. And Squabba again. Any tie between holding current passes and the hedge fund or will everyone start square one with the hedge fund? And do we need to be accumulating in preparation for a large input of cash of the hedge fund at Mint? Um, so first of all, just for you know, getting the technicalities right, it's not going to be a hedge fund it's going to be a blockchain fund, meaning we're not going to use leverage. That being said, you and you will see this on the screenshot, which I've shared, for every VVV season one NFT, which is getting staked, you're going to get one whitelist spot for the blockchain fund. And, you know, in a, I don't know what's the, the right uh, English term, but uh, for every... The more wider spots you hold for the blockchain fund, the bigger the capital you will be able to commit to the fund later on. Okay, Dr. Rusito is asking, we will be able to pay. Okay, uh, I think he means, will we be able to pay those eighty percent in a long-term vision? We expect our normal floor price ten k for some whale. Imagine having a floor fifty eve we are able to refund in long-term could be these exploring for some malicious words. who want to learn. Okay. So no, no, no. Okay. So Dr. Ricito you know, to make it perfectly clear, it's not possible for anyone to, um, exploit the refund. They have to pay 100% of the price for the NFT. Then they have to stake. And only then they get a refund of their own money. I'm not refunding them out of the treasury or out of my own funds, they get the refund from their own money. So even if someone were to mani- manipulate the floor price, you know, it, it makes no difference. Like they have to always pay 100%. And then after they have staked, they get 80% back. But once it's staked, it's not possible for them to transfer or sell the NFT. So there's no way to, to leverage um, the, the refund and staking mechanism for anyone to, to do any harm to the community. Okay, and maybe um, James or Jesse, maybe that's a question for you. So the question is, um, are there specific requ- requirements or what are some of the most important things you guys look at when qualifying projects? Jesse, do you want to take that one?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, the most important thing is definitely, uh, definitely the team and the core team, for uh, example. Um, we are looking if they are if they are able to execute. Um, is there any conflicting experience? By that I mean, are they listing uh, that they have J.P. Morgan uh, staff, uh, but they are actually just uh, senators that worked for J.P. Morgan? <laughs> just an example. Um, are they able to do frequent updates? Are they going to do AMAs with them? Uh, Community. Uh, um, What different social media platforms are they using? Um, What is their reasoning for doing this crypto project? Is it because they just want to? It's easier to raise money, or are they uh, really interested interested in changing things? Yeah, I would say the founding the founder team is the most important thing to look at.
0: Yeah, and I think a lot of this also comes down, you know and you mentioned this before, is the team even doxed? And then the question always arises, you know, if someone is not willing to attach their name or their face to what they're building, how convicted can they actually be about the thing which they're building? Or how big of a um, likelihood do they see in the thing flowing up in their faces and staining their names? Yeah. So, definitely. you know, a, a big... I think a big red flag for Jesse and for James is always seeing the team not being doxxed and the team being afraid themselves to actually put their own name to what they're building while simultaneously trying to collect millions of dollars.
1: Definitely. Yeah, that's just a no-go directly. So if you see a project without the team being doxxed, we are not interested in that, Uh, exactly what Exo said
0: yeah and, and by the way, you know this is not something which we you know which is like a myth you know a lot of this has already turned out to be true in reality there's meta gods meta wars there's wild world uh you know all of these projects have teams which are not doxed, and I've talked to all of those um founders personally, and you know I didn't like them a bit. I didn't think their intentions are honest, I don't think there's a lot of substance to what they're building and especially MetaVerse has already been you know has already proven to you know arrange a huge money grab with the planet sale which they had been advertising at some point and you know we don't want to get burned we don't want the community to get to get burned so we are just being smart with the decis- decisions which we are making um Draken is asking, can we start looking into getting listed on NFTFI so we can be listed and ready to leverage our extra VVV NFTs? Example, if I can get an extra $100 allocation of secondary VVV NFT, but can leverage and borrow against that to purchase a whale perhaps and our extra liquid would be super sweet, I think, but not sure if that would or could look poorly in some way. Um Yeah, you know, I thought about this too, and you know, I, you know, obviously I have connections to the NFT, uh, NFTFI team, um, but I'm not so sure if that's a smart decision because I have to pay back the loan after a while, right? It's not like you're getting free money. Um, I still have to think about it. Uh, I'm more inclined to say no, uh, but I, I wouldn't rule it out completely if I if I would. Get some reasons why it would make sense for the community so mike lewis is asking how do we make our written case for being a shark um you make your case by taking action that's i think it's the biggest takeaway and if you take enough action at some point we're going to uh, recognize you and we're going to provide you with the shark role and all of this always comes down to tangible results you know i'm not interested in anyone trying something I'm only interested in the end result of what you guys have been doing. Okay, let me scroll through. Uh, Hash is asking, will there be a max number of widest spots that can be obtained for the blockchain fund? The answer is yes, and the number is not yet disclosed. And he's also additionally asking, if I had three dolphins, would I get three widest spots for the blockchain fund? The answer is yes, but only if you stake those three dolphins for 12 months. And maybe as a side note, you know, the, one of the highest priorities for the blockchain fund is accommodating the US citizens and we already have the solutions on the table. Now we're just elaborating which is the best solution, which the least amount of hassle to actually execute on it. So the fund is going to be open for US citizens, non-accredited investors, Europeans and so on. It's going to be future-proof for any additional regulations in the EU as well because they're going to come up with something like the accredited investor status as well and the fund is going to be 100% compliant with all laws and regulations just as the VC side of VVV as well. Okay, again, scroll through everything. If I've missed anything, please just ping me once again. Otherwise, I'm going to jump off if there's no more questions
1: can i ask you one more question absolutely Uh, would you rather persuade existing sharks to your vision or the people who already share your vision to become a shark
0: can you repeat that once more
1: so would you rather persuade the existing sharks uh, to share your vision or would you rather train the people that share your vision to become sharks uh
0: well, you know, it's and you know, this is something which I've mentioned yesterday as well. It, you know, it's not the point of everything which you do and the point of the academy is not for everyone to end up with the exact same worldview and the exact same opinion which I have. You know, it, it's really about evoking uh productive discussion around how every single one can become more successful and set higher standards for themselves. And there's more than just one way to become successful. And I've discussed this with someone else in the academy as well. You know, it's not just my way, which is true for becoming successful. But at the moment I'm closing the academy down for additional suggestions by other people simply because I don't know how successful these other people have been. And I only know from the material I have personally found and studied that these things have the power behind them to open your eyes and to get you to think differently of yourself and of your surroundings. And I would say that everyone who has become a shark you know they might not share the vision like one-to-one but they share enough of the core values of vvv and of myself where you know them being a shark already naturally aligns them to a very large degree with what we're doing and they have a, a big enough conviction in um the goals we have set out for ourselves for them to be you know, 100% committed or at least be more committed to a VVV than to any other project out there. And um, to comment on training existing members to become sharks, you know, that, that's exactly what the Academy is made for. And I think we're going to see this more and more, especially if you take a look at the testimonials um, in the Academy section, um, You will you will find a lot of people who have, found a new passion within them after going through some of the material in the academy or you will see people who have been successful in the past but have become compliant or have ended up in a spot where they have become comfortable and lost their fire where that fire has now been re reignited by the academy and they are now again on a way to surpass their old all-time highs so to speak so you know, I think over over time you're going to see those 200 shark spots fill up. And I think they're going to be filled up partially by people who have, you know, proven to be sharks already. And I think a part of them is going to be filled up by people who become sharks in the process of us, you know, expanding on VVV. Okay, so on, to answer the question from Black Mage... Will the different season one NFTs lead into different tiers of the blockchain fund NFT? Um, The answer is no. Every widely spot for the blockchain fund is going to be the same. All right. I think that's all of the questions for today, guys. So I want to thank you again for attending the AMAs. It's uh, really incredible to see that the attendance rate is growing every week. And that we, you know, despite losing more and more members (laughs) through the purchase, Uh, somehow we ended up with more people listening in into the VC sessions. I think that's uh, super interesting uh, to to think about. Um, Again, uh, I love you guys. Um, I love you guys' contributions in the academy. I I love reading through the homework. I love getting the feedback uh, through the motivation channel, through the different lessons. So again, guys, thank you very much for attending today. Thank you very much for taking the um, academy seriously. Thank you very much for going through all the ho- homework, and thank you all be, for being so convicted about VVV Thank you for bearing with us while we have gone through the purchase, and you know I, I promise you guys we are going to do everything in our power to make VVV successful. And I would be immensely disappointed if VVV is not one hundred time bigger in a year than it is today. All right. Thank you very much, guys. And let's talk to you next week. Bye-bye.
3: This recording has been prepared by VVV. The recording is made available by VVV and is for information purposes only. This recording should not be considered as an offer or solicitation to sell, buy or subscribe to any financial instruments or product, securities or any other derivative instrument or any other rights pertaining thereto. VVV does not express any opinion as to the present or future value or price of any instruments referred to in this recording. The information provided in this recording is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published but VVV along with its directors, officers or employees do not accept any liability for any loss arriving from the use of the information. The information contained therein, including any expressions of opinion, have been obtained from or is based on sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy or completeness is not guaranteed and is subject to change without notice any expressions of opinions reflect the views of the speakers and are not necessarily those of VVV and are subject to change without notice. Any decisions made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not be influenced or based on any view expressed by VVV in this recording or otherwise. This recording does not address all risks. This recording does not institute investment advice or a recommendation that has been prepared without regard to individual financial circumstances, objectives or particular needs of listeners. Listeners should seek their own financial, tax, legal, regulatory and other advice regarding the appropriateness or otherwise of investing in any instruments and or pursuing any investment strategies.